Welcome to Chicago Holics Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Chicago Holics Podcast. My name is Anna, and wow guys, last week's episodes of our favorite shows were insane. You're not gonna miss this one. Let's go. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and let's not waste any time and let's talk about what happened on this 12 episode of our three TV shows. Uh, like I told you before, this week was super cool week for um, our three TV shows and uh, especially uh, for me it was really awesome Chicago Fire episode and Chicago Med episode but I'm gonna talk to you about that in a minute but now let's uh, start and talk about Chicago Med first. Alright, let's talk about Chicago Med and what happened on this episode 12 of our TV show. So the episode opened with uh, Will helping this woman. She was convulsing uh, in the gr- at the ground because of uh, overdose. Basically, he saved her life um, with, her, with the thing on her mouth. Uh, once again, guys... Will did a terribly wrong decision, like Dr. Charles advised him, and it was a good advice. Not, do not um, accept this invitation from your friend to join this illegal site because you can lose your license as a doctor, as a brave and good doctor that he is. I think Dr. Will is not on his best mental statement, you know. Uh, I know this, and I know, and you all know this is this is happening because uh, of him losing um, his patient. But uh, it's okay; y- you don't have to save everybody. And I think Doctor Will is not um, understand. He's he didn't understand that uh, at this point. Um, you you will not um, you know save everybody. It's the natural thing of life you know when it's your time it's your time and doesn't matter what you do uh it's not going to be different you know and i think he's not um he didn't understand that uh till this point but uh yeah let's pray for the best and let's pray that he um he changes his mind and uh he returns to the hospital and do and, and you know to do what he does best you know being a good doctor Uh, at the hospital yeah so let's pray for the best so now let's move on and talk about what happened next on this episode so natalie and um dr marcel were sent to this um uh, school bus accident that just happened and uh so dr marcel had to make a difficult decision and a decision of a few minutes uh, a quick decision you know um so basically 
um, these two kids were inside of the uh, bus and uh, they were trapped. Um, the two of them were trapped together um, because of the, you know, the crash. They were trapped with, um, with some structures um, from the, the school bus. So basically he had to make a decision. He, one, he would remove um, both of them, you know, separate you know, or they remove them together with that, with that thing on his, on him, on his and her um, belly and on, on his um, neck. So he decided to remove them together. Natalie uh, thought that it was a, a risk move, you know, to remove them together. No one had done that decision before, but Dr. Marcel did. So she accepted his um, decision and they removed them together. So they, were, they went to the hospital and Dr. Marcel was doing his best to save both of the kids. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about this, um, this uh, story in a minute. But now it's time to talk about what happened with April on this episode. So it was a weird situation uh, to me. And I don't know you guys, but you let me know in the comments what you thought about this. But April was talking to, to Maggie and Maggie was saying to her, you know, um, there's coming these two kids from this um, school bus accident and I want you to work with Dr. Marcel. And she said, please don't make me do that. I don't want to work with him because, and guys, I was shocked with this, um, <laughs> with this uh, thing that April said. She said, I can stop thinking about Dr. Marcel. What? She said that she can she cannot stop thinking about Dr. Marcel, you know. Guys, she loves Aiden or I think she loves Aiden, but now at this point I I don't know anything now, you know. I'm so confused. I think you all of you are so confused too. Um but yeah, she said that she's always thinking about Dr. Marcel and this on this episode, we saw that April was always um looking at at him, you know constantly looking to him like that's so crazy like I don't know if Aiden Aiden definitely uh, is not you know he's not um uh, aware of this situation because he, he doesn't know that him April and Dr. Marcel uh, had this moment and kissed each other but uh I, yeah I was so shocked um uh seeing um April uh, making this um uh, making this weird situation between her and Dr. Marcel. At this point, she can't, you know, work with him, you know, because she got so, you know, I don't know. She is so embarrassed. I don't know. She's uncomfortable working with him. That's that's weird, you know, guys. I, I don't know you, but yeah, let me know what you guys think about this. So moving on and talking about what happened with Will next on this episode. So basically, Will brought this um, patient of him at this site that is, you know, working illegally. So basically, this boy, um, his valve of his of his heart um, was damaged. He already had two valves, two new valves that he destroyed because of uh, his drug addiction. So basically, Dr. Will was trying to help him again and provide him um his new valve so basically what dr charles said to him was no will like 
I will not accept this again. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna provide you this new valve when there's like this crash, um, this school crash uh, accident with um, a school bus. I'm not gonna provide to you this to to your patient, your drug patient, um, and put this kids in in risk. Maybe this one of these kids will will need this valve, and I'm getting and I'm giving to this person that doesn't care about his life basically so basically dr charles said this to will and he got you know he was so so angry um because of what dr charles said to him but it was the truth you know you can you you can force somebody to to get out of this um this vicious circle of uh addiction for uh drugs if the person doesn't want to change and doesn't want to to be different, you know. So Dr. Will, what he did, and he was ter- terribly wrong again, wrong decision again, one more for for Will. So he basically said to Dr. Uh, Aiden, to, no, sorry, uh, to the this uh, supervisor doctor that I forgot the name, Abraham, Dr. Abraham, yeah, uh, he said, um, so the, the doctor came to the, to Will and said, well, I, I'm so curious about this, this patient of yours. You prescribe, prescribed them, um, to him, you know, this anti-depressions, uh, pills, you know, uh, why? And because, you know, like, uh, this type of situations is Dr. Merce- Do- Dr. Charles is the one in charge of this, uh, prescriptions, you know, this kind of medicines. Um, but Will said, no, yeah, it would be, um, Dr. Charles, but he's so busy with this, um, school bus accident, so he was, he's handling, uh, of that situation, and, uh, he said to me that I could prescribe that myself, so Dr. Abraham said, oh, okay, like, he was, he was really, he was not sure that that story was truth, but, um, uh, you know, he said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll provide everything that you need. Once again, guys, Will did a terrible, terrible decision again. One more uh, for Dr. Will. Um, and like I told you before, he's not good. And something is, is, his head is messed up, you know, because of what happened with his patient. But once again, he needs to understand that he can not save everybody. It, it, he, he just can, you know, he just can't. Uh, he needs to understand that. Uh, now let's move on and talk about what... Um, what happened with uh, Dr. Marcel, Dr. Marcel's patients. So he, Dr. Marcel, thank God he could save um, the two, uh, the two children's. Uh, and he was so, so awesome, guys, to see um, the smile of Dr. Marcel. You know, it was so cool to see him smiling like that. I think I never see him like, like that, you know. Uh, because moments before he he saved the the the, bo- the the girl and the boy, he didn't know if they would make it, you know. And um, the uh, parents of the of the of the little boy, they were like trying to bash, you know, Doctor Doctor Marcel, like saying, uh, you know, making him regretting of the decision that he made but he said like you know what let's let me handle this you know I'll I'll do my best and I'll save both of them and he and he did that you know so 
um, in that moment, you know, the, the parents came to him, to him and said, you know, thank you, Dr. Marcel, and I'm so sorry for everything that we uh, we said to you earlier, you know. And uh, he was, you know, once again with this big smile on his face, and, um, you know, it was so awesome to see him like that. Um, and, um, you know, we saw um, also Dr. Charles with his nephew, uh, because, you know, Dr. Charles already um, saw that um, Will is not uh, mentally stable. Um, uh, and uh, Dr. Charles lo lost his brother uh, to through because of the drug addiction, you know. Uh, so he was, you know, he was talking to his nephew, taking care of them, taking care of them, actually. Um, and yeah, at the end of the episode... Um, you know, show, um, you know, Natalie speaking with uh, Dr. Marcel and said, hey, it was a hell of a day, right? You know, because of uh, of what happened with uh, those boys, those children. And uh, he said, yeah, but um, everything went well. And uh, she said, she, she asked him, what happened? You know, what's what's happening with you? You know, um, you, you know, no one would ever made that decision that you made. And uh, what's going on with you? And he said, you know, it's fine. And he said this that um, still to the, still this to this day, I'm not sure what he meant by that. But he said no one should lose, his, you know, the uh, children. You know, I don't know if if he he's been being acting like that because of what happened with him in April, and uh, that maybe he loves April and is kind of like confused at work. Or something else is behind that, you know, maybe he had a children, I don't know, let me guys, let me know guys, what do you think about this um, Dr. Marcel situation, because it was really tricky, uh, what he said, like, no one should lose a child, you know, it was, it was, I, 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 I'm not sure what he meant by that, but uh, yeah, let me know what you guys think uh, in the comments, um, using hashtag Chicagoholics podcast uh, on my Twitter account. Uh, but yeah, this basically this is basically what happened on Chicago Med. I hope you guys really enjoyed uh, this episode. Like I told you before, it was a really cool episode, a really good episode. And uh, yeah, now let's move on and talk about Chicago Fire. But first, a quick break. Welcome back, guys. And now it's time to talk about Chicago Fire. Welcome back, guys, to Chicago Holics Podcast. Now it's time to talk about Chicago Fire and what happened on this episode 12. So the episode started with Joe talking to um, Sylvie about this uh, empty space that um, they feel in the house because they share the house together. And ever since uh, Otis' dad, you know, they didn't find, you know, someone to, to fill that uh, empty space because they have um, an empty uh, room, uh, bathroom to, f to, you know, to, to be occupied. So uh, someone had the brilliant idea of um, putting and filling that space with uh, Nick Porter, which is um, uh, an old man, 
that he's a part of uh, fire department too. I think it was, um, you know, Mouch that did that, um, you know, that uh, suggest that uh, idea uh, of Nick Porter. Uh, so basically, Joe and Sylvie, uh, they were dying with uh, Nick's present presence at the house. So basically, he just wanted to watch, you know, this um, DVD card, movie card, cards, you know, something like that. He was obsessed with that. And he was also always speaking non nonstop, guys. That I'm telling the truth. That you all you all saw that um, he was always speaking about um, his uh, ex-wife or soon-to-be ex-wife. Uh, but he definitely still loves her. And uh, so they were like, "No, this this can't be. Con this can't continue. You know, uh, we need to figure this thing out." Um, and uh, so I'll talk about, I'll, I'll talk more about this uh, in a few minutes, but now let's move on and talk about what Stella was about to do on this episode. So basically, the um, Callie's birthday is coming up, and Stella wanted to do something special for her, um, you know, for her boyfriend. So she, um, you know, she was trying to do something nice, and... Um, she was always sneaky. Uh, she, she was, you know, um, doing this behind him, uh, behind his back, of course, because she it was a surprise, you know. So he was he noticed that she was kind of like distant and distant uh, these days, and uh, so uh, he was uh, Kelly was uh, speaking with um, Casey, and uh, he was like saying, "Oh, I I noticed that uh, Stella is is a little bit distant, you know," and um, you know he said, "Oh." It's probably nothing, you know. You don't need to worry about that, you know, because uh, Stella loves you, you know, um, and you you don't have to to be like that, you know. It's probably nothing. Um, so he was like, you know, kind of like sad face, you know. It was so cute to see him like that on the episode. Um, but yeah. So what happened next is they received the first call, emergency call, um, and. Uh, it was a false alarm. So what basically happened, they would call for, uh, to this um, middle school or something like that. Um, and uh, somebody uh, from the school um, set the fire alarm. And uh, but basically, uh, it was no fire at the school. It was someone that uh, played with the fire uh, alarm. And uh, that made Casey very upset, you know, because you, you, you can't joke about that, you know, you can play with that, you know. Um, and one thing, you know, a part of the, the episode and all speaking about real life, you know, um, it's not okay that you, for you to do that, you know. Uh, it's not okay for you and it's not okay for other people, you know. Basically, imagine that you joke about, you know, your some somebody at your house is passing through something, you know, is almost dying at a house or have some breath issues. It's not okay for you to call 911 and joke about it. You know, it's emergency and people get there and it's not an emergency. It's false alarm, you know, that's not cool to do. So, yeah, never do that, kids, kids out there that are uh, listening to this podcast or everybody, you know, because that's not a, a kid's joke, you know. Uh, I can guarantee you that um, old people and uh, adult people does this kind of things. 
But, you know, let's move on. And so, like I told you, Casey was really mad about this. You know, of course, you can't joke with something serious like that. And you can joke about the other people's jobs, you know. Uh, so, you know, so after that, they will call for a real emergency. So basically, this man was, uh, um, you know, at the basement and something dropped in, uh, with, in, in you know, uh, in him. So he was trapped at the, um, at the, you know, at the basement and uh, his uh, wife and his daughter, daughters, they were like really sad and they were like crying and everything. And um, so they ended up, you know, moving the guy, um, you know, and they saved the, the guy and they went, they made him um, to the, you know, they, they moved him to the 51 um, ambulance and uh, he went to the hospital. To, to figure it out what what happened with him and if and if he will survive you know if he, if he's going to survive um so Casey was really mad because he said he he asked you know Brad and Foster which is they are at fifty one uh, ambulance ambulance fifty one um and uh, they said I, I don't know we we cannot tell you that uh, right now we we need to to to, to you know to to put them on mad, um, and uh, then they will talk uh, if it was um, a good call or not, because Casey was worried about the time that they spent on that uh, previous false alarm call, you know, so he was really mad. So Casey and Kelly decided to go to that uh, school and to talk to the, to the president of the school, or director of the school. Basically, this uh, president was really rude to Kelly and Severide. Kelly almost... Uh, almost attacked him uh, he was like so nervous because you know Casey was Casey and Kelly was trying to say to, to him like you need to figure out this thing you don't you don't um, you need to watch the this kids out and uh, to do this things you know for this things in the future never happen anymore uh, but he was not in uh, in the mood to talk with them so Kelly and Savarai decided to speak with Chief Bowden so Chief could uh, figure it out this um you know this stuff um you know about these these uh false alarms so this happened three or uh, two or three times at this episode this false alarms at the same school so they saw this boy um you know in this um on the firehouse 51 um you know uh this boy was approaching the the 51 and he, uh, Severide, saw that uh, this boy was about to leave some some envelope, envelope at the um, at the house. So, uh, Casey, you know, Kelly and Casey um, sent him to Bowden, and he said, you know, I want to help you guys, but I don't, I don't want the the other kids at school um, to know. You know, I don't want my director um, knowing this situation that I'm helping you guys. And um, so they said, you know, that's okay. Uh, we will, um, we will figure this out, and we would not tell anybody that you, you know, you were helping us on this thing. So, basically, uh, what happened was, no, actually, I'm not going to talk about this. Uh, now I'm going to move on and talk about what happened with Brett and uh, Joe and with the Nick situation, and I'll be back on this. Um, and this thing about the uh, Kelly and Severite situation in uh, fire alarms, uh, false alarms, actually. So, with a uh, situation with Brett and Joe, so they decided they wanted Nick to leave the house because they 
couldn't get with him anymore. So basically, Brad and Joe uh, went um, to talk with his uh, with Nick's um, uh, girlfriend or um, you know fiance, and uh, you know they said you know we need to. He's always speaking about you. He obviously still loves you, and she said, "You know what? I know where you guys coming from. I know you guys that I know that you guys wanted him out of your house, and don't make any excuses, you know." And they were like, "Oh, whoa, okay, that that is exactly what we want, you know, him out of the house." So she, you know, decided to um, to help them, and she finally Nick was out of the house and uh guess what guys foster is now moving to um, to joe's house uh to live with joe and um sylvie so this is really uh really cool scenario since you know otis that of course joe was really sad um everybody was was really sad about the you know the lost but uh, now with Foster, with the two of them, I think it will be very much, much fun, you know, because they are two. Uh, Foster is basically Brett's best friend now, you know, so it's really cool to see them, all the three of them together and happy. So moving on and uh, telling you what happened with this false alarms from the school. Basically, what happened was it was a little boy that it was setting this alarms. And you know what, guys? This kid was getting—he was getting bullied at the school. So basically, what happened was this boy was in his uh, older school, and um, his father wanted to give him the best education possible. And I understand that. So basically, he moved the boy to a private school, this school, for him to to have you know the best education possible. But this boy was happy at this oldest at this uh, previous school, you know. So parents out there, and now speaking in real life situations, you need to ask your son, your daughter, if she's happy in the school that she, that she is, you know, right now. And if, if she's happy, you don't need to do anything, at, you know, uh, you don't need to do anything if everything is, is you know, it's cool, it's, uh, it's okay. So this boy was really sad because he was getting bullied at this new school and he missed his old friends at the other school. And uh, so, basically this, so basically this is what happened. So it was a little boy that was trying to, um, to, make, um, to make his presence feel and he wanted to, to people stop bullying him, you know, and that's a serious subject here, guys. And, uh, you know, Kelly was really touched by him, by the boy's story, and Casey too, and Bowden. So this boy ended up, you know, making a, a letter to, um, and, you know, Casey sent him to the hospital to talk with that um, man from the accident, you know, the man that was trapped on the basement. So the boy um, said, you know, write, you know, um, I wish you um, the best of luck, you know, get well soon. And, you know, it was a cool moment to see Savaride with the kid. And, uh, you know, the situation was, um, you know, was, was resolved, you know. And uh, this episode uh, showed to the um, Kelly finding out what uh, Stella was about to, to, to do to him. You know, a surprise, a birthday surprise. And it was so cool to see uh you know they kissing each other and uh it was so awesome to see herman's face when kelly kissed uh stella like oh you don't need to do that in here 
you know, uh, but it was, yeah, it was a really cool moment. And, uh, you know, it was a really cool episode, like I told you at the beginning of the podcast. And yeah, basically the episode um, was uh, finished with Stella and Savaride. Stella made a, a, a cake for Savaride for they, you know, for celebrating uh, their story, the love story. And basically, uh, Kelly invite Stella to stay with him at his house. And it was, you know, it was a beautiful moment. It was perfect way to end this episode and uh yeah i love my couple like i told you before stella ride is my favorite couple here at chicago fire um show so yeah this is this was what basically what happened on this episode 12 of chicago fire You guys, did you know that now you can watch all of your favorite shows in your bed? And most important, guys, in your phone. That's incredible, right? All you need to do is go to Google Store and Apple Store and download the NBC app. That's right, NBC created a new space in the app where now you can watch all of your favorite shows, including our three TV shows. That's right, Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago Med. What are you waiting for, guys? You just need to download the app at Google Store or at Apple Store. Alright guys, welcome back. And so now it's time to talk about Chicago PD. Alright guys, so this episode of Chicago PD, episode 12, started with Jay talking to Ruzek, and uh, Ruzek was uh, mentioning how brave and how courage Burgess is, and it was really, <laughs> it was so sweet, uh, and Jay said, you know what, like, she's a badass, you know, she can work uh, until she can she cannot anymore you know because she's pregnant and uh, she decided to continue to work but of course not taking any risks so on this episode we saw that Burgess was you know keeping herself um you know uh at the district you know uh, you know on in the computer you know stuff like that and not specifically on the field uh so yeah the episode uh just uh, started with that and, um, you know, so basically what happened on this episode was really intense, like I told you uh, before. And uh, so basically what happened was they are they were investigating some um, some drugs, um, some drug deals uh, from or, or actually from. Yes, from people from corrupt uh, police officers, you know, basically they were like corrupt cops. And um, so Haley was meeting with uh, her dealer, and uh, you know they they were doing the this kind of like ambush with everybody you know just listening to the conversation, and um, so um, it it ended up uh, with um, with Haley um, discovering that her dealer was a cop, you know, 
So the, the whole story and the whole investiga investigation started there. So basically, it, it, it was three uh, corrupt police officers. They were like selling drugs to, to other people on the streets of Chicago. Of course, Void was really upset about that because, you know, that's her, that's his city, you know, you, you don't mess with Void, uh, you have to, you have to, you have to know that, you know, uh, in your head for sure, you, you cannot mess with Void. So, um, so what happened was they were trying to build, you know, some uh, case to, to put those three cops you know, in jail, basically, or, uh, you know, out of the streets and out of the their um, positions of power, you know. Um, so what happened was uh, they built that case and Voy needed the, um, the help of Darius, you know, that, um, that black male uh, guy that is sort of um, a CI to uh, Void, basically. So what happened was Voy needed his help to... Um, for him to, to ask those polices to sell him the drugs. So basically they, they made a deal and they, you know, they set a meeting for the Darius and those three cops. But what happened was on that uh, local that they, you know, they set the meeting, um, it came other police, other corrupt police uh, officer. Um, and I don't, I don't know his name for sure, but I think it was, I don't know, I don't, I think I, no, it, it was, uh, Parker, I think, I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure of it, but, um, you know, it was this police, uh, that it was also corrupt and Void knew, knew him. So, uh, you know, Darius did his, um, you know, his, ex you know, did that um, change, you know, he gave him the drugs, the, the, co the police gave him, gave him the drugs, and he gave to them the, the money to, to buy the drugs. So, um, speaking about this Darius guy, is CI of, uh, of Void, um, so I don't know if you guys remember this, but um, Haley, uh, a couple of episodes ago, she had um, her CI, her, his name was Cam Cameron, um, so what happened with that, that boy, he was a boy, a uh, young boy, so what happened was uh, Darius um, killed him, or basically, uh, you know, he told someone to kill the, the boy because, only because the boy saw his face. So basically, this is what happens at Chicago, um, Chicago streets, you know, based on this uh, TV show, of course. Um, so this uh, CI, this uh, Haley CI was murdered because of uh, Darius. So Haley and Darius, uh, you know, they were in this uh, conversation and uh, Haley told him, told them this story because he didn't know he was uh, Haley's friend. Basically, he was more than CI for Haley. He was um, basically a friend, you know, a longtime friend of uh, Haley, of Haley. Um, so basically, what happened next is that um, Haley was really upset about Darius and that situation from the past, and what she did was she um, ended up saying Darius' names to bad people in the streets of Chicago. Uh, because you know, um, before this the this happens, you know, uh, Haley speaking with those men in Chicago streets, what happened was that Darius um, killed the three co corrupt, uh, you know, corrupt uh, cops. He didn't kill them 
he didn't kill them himself, but he sent someone to to do the dirty work. If you if you know what I'm saying, you know. Um, so after that, uh, Haley went to to speak with those mans that I was uh, told uh, telling you, um, and uh, guess what, guys? It was a shocking thing, but we already know if that, that you know that thing will happen. Because Haley, Haley told the, the boys, the you know, the people from the streets of Chicago, you know, I know uh, the man that killed your friends, you know, and uh, this Darius was killed, brutalized, you know, he was killed, it was a brutal, uh, you know, that, you know, he was um, in this, in this thing, in, in some kind of basement with, um, you know, with some he, he was in bad condition you know they killed them badly you know um and um the episode you know basically ended with void speaking with alien saying um you shouldn't you shouldn't do this kind of stuff um i did this kind of stuff in the past and we all know that void is not the perfect cop from chicago but he carries he cares so much about his um, fire department. In this, I was, <laughs> I still thinking about Chicago fire. You know, he he uh, is really worried about the PD family. You know, um, so he was saying to Ailey, like, you need to to be careful. You you need to put your head um, in the right track. You know, don't do this kind of stuff. Don't be like me. And she basically said, I. You know, I learned from the best, you know, that that's true, guys, uh, I don't blame her, you know, Void teach him, teach her everything that she knows, you know, basically, uh, but yeah, it was, just, I don't know, maybe we will see trouble coming if someone discovers that um, and finds out that um, it was Ailey that, you know, uh, passed that information, that, uh, you know, Darius was the one, uh, it was the snitch, basically, uh, you, you know, Ailey can be in very, very trouble, but, um, yeah, that's Chicago PD, guys, and, uh, yeah, that's basically it, this is basically what happened on Chicago PD episode 12. Alright, guys, so this was it for this week's episodes of Chicago Holics podcast. I hope you guys really enjoyed this as much as I did, and, uh, don't forget, guys, if you want to send me any comment or anything about the podcast or the TV shows, please go to my Twitter account. I'll put the name on this um, episode description and use the hashtag ChicagoHolicsPodcast to send all of those questions. And we'd love to, you know, to mention all of you here in my podcast. And uh, yeah, let's have some fun, guys. And let's keep watching our three favorite shows. I'll see you guys in the next episode of this podcast. Bye-bye.